This is episode 227, Breaking Up with a Religion with Christina. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. We just facilitated an awesome workshop in Brisbane. Steph's here in the room with me. How'd it go, babe? Oh, my gosh. She's pulling the Australian thing. It went amazingly well. Went amazingly well. So shout out to all the people that joined us in Brisbane. We had a sold out room. We could only bring 50 people in the room and there were 50 people there. And we did it on January 11th, which was this incredible lunar eclipse where the energy was very, very potent. And it's the height of summer here. So it was hot in the room and everyone just really, really showed up and cleared some massive stuff. I'm so proud of my husband for leading them through an epic breathwork session. And just a little preview here. Steph and I are going to be teaching a three and a half day workshop slash retreat in Austin, Texas. Three and a half or four and a half. We haven't worked out all the details yet, but it's for sure happening the last weekend, last like Thursday through Sunday in September in Austin, Texas, that's open to men and women. So stay on the lookout for that because I'm sure that will fill up very quickly. Uh, Steph's going to be teaching a little bit of breath work every day. So it's going to be epic. Also, you're not going to hear me talk about my spring retreat too much anymore because we are almost sold out. So ladies, this one is for you. I honestly don't know if I'm going to do one next year. So if the spring retreat, my my signature retreat has been in your mind and on your bucket list for a while, I highly encourage you to come join me this year. It's March 6th through 8th in San Diego, christinehassler.com slash spring retreat. Or if you just want to apply or you have specific questions, email jill at christinehassler.com set up a time to talk to her. She can arrange with you payment plan, talk through any fears or objections you have, answer any questions. It's an incredible space. It's a life-changing event. Don't miss out. So I want to talk to you a little bit about today's episode. This is a really unique episode in terms of what was brought up and the direction that I was guided to coach Christina. I don't know that I've ever really coached someone specifically on leaving a religion. We've touched on it in past episodes, but I was really guided to laser in on it in this session. One thing I want to mention, and if you're tempted to fast forward, please don't, because this is something that I really want you to hear before you listen. So Christina talks about some experiences that she had that are kind of scary with what she called a dark force or a dark presence. And as you're listening, I don't want you to get too carried away with that. And if it brings up fear, I just encourage you to breathe through that because really us human beings, we don't totally know how the spiritual or unseen world works. And sometimes what we can perceive as like a dark force or some people use the word entity can be our own unprocessed stuff sort of creating an experience. Now, I'm not negating at all the experience Christina had. I'm just saying, listen with an open mind and don't make it mean anything too much to you. As you hear, I coach Christina on really 
What I felt is these dark experience she was having was sort of revealing some unprocessed stuff she had with the religion, specifically the Mormon religion. I also want to say that I personally don't have anything against the Mormon religion or any religions. I think that if people find something that really resonates with them and touches their heart spiritually, then go for it. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever gets you to God, whatever opens your heart spiritually is a beautiful thing. The one thing I will say is you just want to make sure whatever religion or spiritual community you're a part of, you feel in life and you feel better when you go. You don't feel judged or that you're constantly being watched or you have to do things a certain way. You feel uplifted. You feel a sense of belonging. So as you are listening to my episode with Christina, consider were you baptized or raised in a particular religion, but you've left it or do not practice those traditions anymore? Do you feel not enough? Are you having trouble finding your tribe or the people you really connect with? Do you have experiences with denser or unexplained energy that you can't really explain? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my session with Christina. Christina, welcome to the show. How can I help? So my question is, within the last two weeks, I've kind of discovered what my real core wounding is, which is basically that who I am is not enough. Mm -hmm. And how I've lived my life has basically shown up as that, that I'm always trying to get people's approval and people please. Mm -hmm. But this recent realization has kind of opened the door to discover who I really am and who I, what I really love. And it's been kind of a fun little journey, mm. but I've also recently embraced being an empath. And the more I've leaned into all of this, the more sensitive I've become. Mm -hmm. But with this huge internal energy shift, I've been sensing some kind of unkind energies around me. I don't know if what you would really call them, but... And like in people, or you mean just it, like etheric energies? I guess etheric energies. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. Yep. So I guess my question is, how do I protect myself during this massive, vulnerable self-discovery process? Right, right. From both, I think, the 3D realm and beyond. Yes? Yes. 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 I totally, I totally get that. So there's a couple things that come to mind. First of which, with that core wounding back in your childhood or whenever that happened, what was the source of that? So I was raised... Mormon. And mm. I was raised with three older brothers and my dad, and then my mom's kind of more masculine, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of shunned upon to be more girly and vulnerable. So I definitely kind of became one of the guys. I had to do tough things. I had to be the tough girl and so I guess it, I just didn't feel like as though I could be who I really was. And I've realized that I'm actually a lot more girly than the way I was raised. Right. Well, I want to go back to being raised Mormon because that's a big deal. And what came up in me when you were first talking, especially about these darker energies around you, that this is a spiritual issue as much as it is like an emotional psychological issue that you're working through. Yeah. So there's something to, I'm not, super familiar with the Mormon religion. Are you baptized as a Mormon? I know as a Catholic, I was baptized. Yeah. When, when okay. you're eight or older, you can be baptized. Yeah. And were you baptized? Yes. Okay. So 
from my experience and a lot of the spiritual teachers I know and trust, I am not saying that I am qualified to say this is the truth with a capital T. However, I noticed synchronicity and I noticed that I just was having these conversations two weeks ago with some teachers that I trust. And now I'm on the phone with you and you're bringing this up. So, so funny. Yeah. I'm going to share with you what I've been learning a little bit. I always thought that it didn't really matter what religion we were as a child. Our, you know, our parents picked it for us. And as an adult, if we move away from it, no problem. If we move into more spirituality or we move out of that religion, it shouldn't be an issue. That's always what I believed. Now, <laughs> I've had some pretty incredible people that I trust not confront that, but just share some insights such as, well, your soul picked that religion to come through for whatever reasons. And you were baptized into a specific religion. So there are soul contracts. So if you decide to leave that religion, there's a making peace with that rather than just a leave. So for me, it might look something like going back to a Catholic priest and going through confession and asking for guidance because I was baptized as Catholic on some level. My soul chose that. But since I wasn't confirmed and since I moved away from it as a religion and got more into spirituality, I just thought, no big deal. There's no ties. So I'm just curious as I'm sharing this, what's coming up for you? I guess so, because I left the Mormon religion when I was 19, I would say kind of officially. I wasn't my they technically still have my records, but I I stopped going to church when I was 19. Mm -hmm. And I'm 26 now. And at first I was really bitter about it, but after a couple of years, I truly believe that they're genuinely good people, like good hearts, good Mm -hmm. intentions, and they do a lot of good in the world, a lot of good service. And so there's no, I guess, hard feelings there. I guess. I want to share with you my most recent experience, but I guess I'm just really scared of being seen as crazy or like... No, no, no. Share with me. (laughs) So the other night I was going to bed and I felt kind of in my mind's eye, I sensed a person, like a shadow of a person or like a, just a spirit or something. I don't know, but it it seemed like a human form and it was just really, really dark. Just the darkest black I've ever seen in my mind's eye. And, but I didn't feel fear, but I didn't, I didn't feel anything towards it. It just kind of kept its distance. And so I invited it. I I said, internally, I said, what's your name? And the word Beth came to mind, Mm -hmm. but it felt more masculine. And then I kind of said to it at my internally, like, is, is there a message you have for me? Is there something you want to tell me? And then I cleared my mind and I, and I kind of think of it almost as like, as a girl, when you go to dance, you let the man lead, but you, I mean, you can't just go completely limp and fall to the floor. You have to hold your form. And so I just let my mind go blank. And the saying it told me or whatever, it said, your sense of security is an illusion. And then I felt a darkness completely surround me. And then I kind of called on a guardian angel that I've mm-hmm. kind of gained within the last month, I would say. And then it went away, but I've started to feel more secure in myself. I've, I just moved into a house that is a lot more safe. So it's, I'm starting to get my, my own two feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was just kind of odd. And it's just, just, and then I just keep feeling that every once in a while coming back. To mm-hmm. me. So what do you make that mean? What does that mean um, to you? 
I guess I don't, I don't know. And, and that's why I'm curious to know if this is normal. Cause it reminded me of, of a dream I had when I was a girl where there was a, a dark shadow thing that went through my body and then was surprised that it didn't hurt me. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what it is and I don't know yeah. if it's normal or how to protect yeah. myself from what's going yeah. on. Well, and, and honestly, neither do I. And I don't know that any human being necessarily would. I want to just, first of all, acknowledge that what you're experiencing is real to you and it doesn't sound crazy. And I think it's beautiful that you're sharing that. And I'm just going to call in a lot of light, like highest, highest source of light for both of us right now as we have this conversation. So just take a deep breath. And just I just ask that both you and myself be surrounded and protected and filled by Christ consciousness light. And just asking that any negativity, anything that is not of the highest good, that it can just be dissolved and transmuted into Mother Earth who knows what to do with it. One of the things that when you get scared or you feel like there's a dark energy, the highest I've been taught sound that you can chant, that's a very spiritual light-based sound, is hue, like hue. So sometimes if I am feeling mm, like there's something negative, something not of light, I will internally chant that sound. And I will say internally, only that which is of Christ consciousness is allowed here. Anything that is not must get out. I command it to leave. And so I think something that's going to be important for you, and this goes into your wounding as well, is really taking back your power. Because this is affecting you both spiritually and three-dimensionally, you know, both in the kind of spiritual world and human world. Does that make sense what I said? Yes. Yes, question mark. (laughs) I guess just what's coming up for me is in general, I've, I've just always been a really sensitive person and it was not, you know, I was considered dramatic and whatever growing up. And now as I'm leaning more into it and I'm being able to sense all these kind of odd things. There's been weird synchronicities happening and, and whatnot. And I've just been feeling really alone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just funny because I felt so calm before our conversation. And it's just funny that I didn't realize how, how much of a tailspin I've actually been feeling underneath it all, because it's yeah. so nice to talk to somebody who from what I have heard, it seems like you're empathic as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's just so nice to talk to somebody because I don't really have a lot of friends who are, I guess, who are are more spiritual rather than religious. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I've just been really alone lately. Yeah, you're you're not alone. And I guarantee you in the tens of thousands of people that listen to the show and will hear this episode, they're either crying with you or saying, thank you so much, Christina, because I feel the same way sometimes. 
being an empathic person, especially in today's world where we live in a very overstimulated world is very challenging. And I think that more of my work will start being supporting empaths because a lot of times we feel like we're going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going crazy, my love. You're just feeling a lot and you're not just feeling things on the human level. You're feeling things on a lot of levels. And I feel like it's important we go back to the Mormon thing for a moment because there's something there. So in, in, you'll have to educate me a little bit. In the Mormon religion, when you are bad or you go against the guidelines, what happens? Um, spiritually. I guess it, uh, spiritually, you distance yourself from God. You disrespect him. There's a lot of shame depending on how bad quote unquote, what you've done, you know, you could be excommunicated. You could not be able to participate in certain things like the sacrament. You'd have to talk to the bishop. And then when you're sitting in the bishop, you know, waiting for him, everybody knows that you're waiting for the bishop. That you were quote unquote bad. Yeah. 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 It's just, there's a lot of shame, especially if people know that you've done certain things, you're kind of, you're kind of the plague. (laughs) And then spiritually, like in a lot of Christian religions, there's talk about Satan and the devil and persecution and all those kinds of things. I mean, purgatory. What is the sort of the spiritual, for lack of a better word, punishment? There's, it's more just the lingering. You can always change. You can always, you basically have to repent. You have to Mm -hmm. feel bad for what you've done. You need to make it right. But ultimately, if you don't ever do that, then you won't make it because there's different degrees of glory to make Mm -hmm. basically three levels of heaven. And so if you're, if you're not perfect, essentially, Mm -hmm. you won't make it to be at the highest level. So Mm -hmm. you kind of have to be perfect or get to that. And back when you were a little girl and you felt like a dark force energy, was that at all connected to a time where you felt like you had done something wrong? I mean, I guess I always kind of felt like I was doing something yeah. wrong because it yeah. was, I mean, and and therein there, lies there was, the issue. <laughs> yeah. And there was always kind of, cause there was a little bit of, a little bit of sexual abuse. And so I was, instead of completely retreating, I became hyper, 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 hypersexual mm-hmm. and boy obsessed. Was the sexual abuse in your family? Yes. Okay. 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 My love. So there's, and this, believe me, this isn't, I'm not like, oh my God, it's so much. I'm not having that reaction at all. I'm just feeling lots of compassion and, and, you know, some souls choose some pretty intense journeys. You're here to clear a lot of karma in this lifetime. So you're on the right track though. You're, you're doing, you're doing really great. So there's a couple things that I would say. First of all, I think that it's time to pray for a really aligned spiritual teacher someone that isn't going to shame the Mormon church or judge it. Because what I found is sometimes that what we call the new age spirituality can be judgmental of religions, especially mm-hmm. religions like the Mormon religion. And that's not what you need right now. It's more someone that can help you with your spiritual life because it, there's a lot of trauma there in terms of your spiritual life, because there's a lot of conditioning from the Mormon religion. There's with the sexual abuse, there's the emotional and the psyche, but then also spiritually in that moment, you felt very abandoned by God. And then 
there's the acting out from that place. And so this is um, like, there's lots of, of layers to, to what's going on here. And I feel like you need someone who can see emotionally, mentally, and spiritually in terms of how to, to really, really support you. Because it feels like, you know, even your own parents really didn't know how to nurture you and raise you and give you what you need. And ultimately that's your job. You know, just like it's my job to give myself what I need, but we often need teachers along the way to help with that. So has that been something you've been thinking about, like finding someone that can support you through all this? I guess I've kind of thought more almost like in general, like getting more of a tribe that is somewhat like that rather than one particular person. And so I've been kind of looking out, you know, meetup groups that might be, you know, there's like a spiritual woman's meetup and that was okay, but it just wasn't quite the niche I was seeking. And yeah, it's almost like you're not quite there yet. Leaving the Mormon religion is a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big deal. And it's a big deal spiritually. It's a big deal emotionally. It's a big deal in terms of your identity. And so that's part of, I think, why you're having a lot more anxiety and a lot of the self-worth stuff is coming up because being Mormon was such a big part of your identity until you were 19 years old. And you've only had about seven years not identified as that. But in that seven years, part of the identity was someone who left the Mormon religion. So there's still an attachment to it. Yeah. And there's still a lot of the beliefs and conditioning and energetic cords that are there. Because when you left, how did you leave? Did you just one day stop going to church? Uh, it was it was kind of a process of questioning certain things that I always, in my gut, didn't feel good about. And mm-hmm. after just probably, I would say, m- months of research, it finally just came to a, a, such a giant mound where I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I did, I just stopped going. Okay. So one thing I would coach you to do is to have a little bit better of a completion process. It's almost like, like imagine a divorce or a breakup between two people where they're clear that they're, they've reached an expiration date, that they're no longer, it's no longer in either their highest goods to be together. And imagine if they they thanked each other. They acknowledged the other. They didn't have to agree with each other, but they thanked the other for what they taught them. And they really left the marriage from a place of love. How much smoother do you think that divorce would be? Obviously a lot, a lot smoother than one that wasn't. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm feeling, you tell me if this resonates with you because back to your own empowerment, I don't want you to take anything I'm saying as the truth of the capital T. Sure. I want you to see if it resonates inside of you, but I'm feeling like you need a more of a ceremonial, intentional completion process with the Mormon religion and with God, because a lot of times unconsciously what can happen when we leave in a religion, even if we sort of get into spirituality and the universe and the law of attraction, those kinds of things, there's a disconnect from God. And I guess that's, what's funny is I feel the most connected to God I've ever felt. Like before, I I felt like as though I was almost in some 
like I was starving for God. I never, I felt like I was pleading and pleading and pleading for him to be in my life. And now that I've become more spiritual and I've been again, leaning more into my empathic gift, I feel so connected with God every day. But I guess as you're speaking, I do find it interesting because that the Mormon religion was my main spiritual Mm -hmm. belief for 19 years of my life. And so now Mm -hmm. that I'm getting so connected to something else, I don't know that I do find that interesting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you're feeling more spiritually connected, but you're still feeling alone and have these dark forces things happening. (laughs) And usually when we're really connected to God and the God inside of us, and we're really clear spiritually, those things are less frequent, if ever. And so I don't, I'm, I'm going to say these words and they sound dramatic. It's just that I don't have better words for it, but it's almost like you're in a bit of a spiritual crisis. Yeah. And when we're in a spiritual crisis, that affects everything, Christina. It really does. And so you've got to kind of find your way back to your relationship with God and and rather than just sort of abandon the Mormon religion, divorce it in a more conscious way. And also because there's a difference between consciously cutting cords and coming to completion with something versus just abandoning it or running away because we still sort of have energetic cords attached and then it's harder to let go of the the programming, because even though you physically have left the church, you've got 19 years of programming there that you're doing an amazing job of updating. And there's probably some deeper ones in there that need to be unpacked. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't, and I don't know why, but as you're kind of saying that, I feel a lot of resistance to try and I guess go back to it and kind of unpack it. Like I just, I, 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 and it's, it's just so funny because I, I thought I had kind of made peace with it and I was okay with it, but the idea of going back to it, like I, it's almost like I do, I want to be done with it. That was really (laughs) nice. We had a great time and you know, you were great, but I, like, I, I don't want to, like there was just a lot of things I was, I felt forced to believe. And if I didn't believe mm-hmm. it, then I wouldn't, I would be damned essentially. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the exactly. idea of going back to it, I like I, I, I feel like I would have to believe things that I wouldn't, that I don't want to believe. No, no, I'm not saying go back to the religion at all. I'm saying, no, yeah. or go back to the, the, the completing it and part of the completing it, part of Again, I'm giving you sort of the model of a healthy divorce because it's an uncharged situation for you right now. You've never been divorced, right? No. (laughs) Okay. So it's an uncharged situation for you. So that's why I keep using that example. To get to that point, both people would have to go through their anger and their sadness and process it. So there's anger there. There's sadness there. There's, you know, I was so good. Why did bad things happen to me? Why was I abandoned? Why was I forced to believe certain things? Why was I made to feel like I was always doing something wrong? There's just a... Mm. 
and see the emotion that comes up when we talk about it. <laughs> it's, again, it's just so funny because I didn't, I didn't know that all this emotion was here. I know. I know. And, and, and oh God, because I know I just, I see it like as I'm exploring more of my spiritual side, I've been looking at like some of what Buddhists believe and just all these different paths. And as I go into them a little bit, like anything I don't believe in, or that I don't agree with, I'll, I'll get incredibly angry. And then I feel like yeah. I have to believe it. So it's just yeah. funny that now as I'm exploring it, it's coming up again. See how you're searching for something? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I'm coaching you the direction I am is because it's sort of like you had a bad breakup and you're looking for somebody else instead of really healing from that breakup. <sighs> Yeah, that makes sense. Does that make sense, my love? Yeah. So I am sure if you researched it, there are a lot of people out there that help people leave and recover from the Mormon religion. And not that the Mormon religion is this bad thing that people need to recover from, but for people that choose that they're complete, I'm I'm certain that you that there are people that could help with that. Because before you go to the spiritual groups or research Buddhism, that's like dating and finding a new boyfriend when really you've got a breakup to get over. I guess it's, because I'm hesitant to, I guess, go into that because it just seems like a lot of people who leave the Mormon religion that I've come across get really, every time they talk about it, they get incredibly angry and incredibly bitter. And I don't want to feel that way towards the more. No, no, no. I'm not saying go hang out with a bunch of people like that. I'm saying maybe research and see if there are coaches and therapists and spiritual teachers that specifically help with this issue. Okay. It's just like there are certain therapists that help with people that are doing gender changes. There are certain therapists that specialize with people who had, you know, parents who were alcoholics. There, there are specialists out there. And I'm just encouraging you, if it resonates with you, to just do a little research, not force yourself to do anything. It's kind of like when you went to that spiritual group, you're like, okay, this is cool, but no, this isn't it. That's really mm-hmm. using your intuition to know what you need right now. How did you know to book this podcast with me? <laughs> I mean, I won't go into the crazy long story, but there was a lot of weird synchronicities. And I had another bad, I had another kind of bad spirit dream last night. And I woke up and I texted this, she's an empath and she does massage. I'm like, can I have a phone conversation with you? I really need to like talk to you about this. And then I checked my emails and I saw that you had an open spot. And so I, I, it was like an hour after it too. And so I'm like, there's no way it's still open. I click it and it's still open and I got it. So I'm like, oh my God, I got, mm-hmm. I got my 15 minutes file with somebody who, who I can talk to you about it. Right. So, so see how you're supported and in a way that is in alignment with you and you're super clear with your intention. And that's, what's been crazy is seriously, the last two weeks, as I've gotten more and more clear, I just, I, I feel so supported and so guided. And so yeah. Yeah. I I really appreciate all of your advice and I and I truly believe that if I if I take it I will be guided as well to get that you, healing. You will be. And and just know dark forces enter through fear. And there's a lot of conditioning Christina about if you're bad 
bad things happen. If you're bad, the evil spirits get in. And so that's really your healing work. A big part of it is both one, having your, your feelings and your emotions about everything you went through. And then eventually starting to shift your consciousness and vibration enough and let go of those beliefs, forgive yourself for ever buying into those beliefs. And that will start to shift you out of fear. But in the meantime, use the tips I gave you in terms of chanting that sound and commanding that only that which is of the highest vibration, Christ consciousness can be present. And I wouldn't engage with it. Yeah. And that was kind of, I, I did I had no idea again what it was. So it was just, it, that it, it was a learning lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you feel now? Good. Like it, I feel, I feel weird if that makes sense. It just, it went a completely different direction than I thought it would, but it's, it makes complete sense. And I'm really excited to, to find my healing. I mean, like to, you know, go through my process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing amazing. And all the kind of initial things that you talked to me about, all of that will start to heal and unfold as you do some of the things that we've talked about. But like I said, you've got, you've got a bad breakup and some, some big feelings about it that need to be processed. And you've got a little bit of a spiritual identity crisis going on. Again, these are not like send in the, you know, the paramedics, like this is a terrible situation. Like you can handle this, you can do it, but I do feel like you need support. So set that intention. I'm setting that intention right now for a certain person in my life to come forward. And I'm just every day praying for it and, and saying, I'm willing, I'm ready, guide me and let me know for sure who that person is when they come in. And I know I'm going to have to probably, I'm looking for a certain kind of health practitioner. And I know I'm probably going to have to talk to a few people sort of like dating and, Mm. but like, I'm just praying, let me know for sure. Let me feel it in my body when I find the right one. And I just really encourage you to be strong with that intention. Does this help a little bit? So much, so much. You have no idea. I mean, you do have an idea. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And you know, this spring retreat would be great for you too, Mm -hmm. because it will accelerate all of this, all of this. And you will find your power there. You will definitely find a tribe there. And a lot of the things that I do, especially some of the experiential meditations will connect you to spirit in in a way that's exactly right for you. So I would consider that as well. Okay. And it'd be nice to give you a hug in person. <laughs> it's okay. I can feel it. <laughs> it's a lot of empaths at that retreat too. <laughs> but I teach you how to protect your energy. <laughs> All right, my love, keep me posted on how you're doing. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate Christina's courage to come on this call and share some of the experiences she's been going through. I really acknowledge her for being willing to express her emotions and allow herself to feel. There's a lot we discussed in the session, so there's not too, too much to say. What I'll start with is, although Christina came on and talked about the self-work that she's been doing and it connecting to not enough, and she talked about some of her family of origin, what really 
struck me and where my inner alarm bells went off is when she talked about leaving the Mormon religion. And for whatever reason, I was guided to go there with her because I felt like there were some unresolved issues with leaving a religion that she was so deeply a part of. And I use the the metaphor of a breakup or a divorce because when we leave a religion, whether it's just over time we drift away or there's just a point where we, we cut it, it is like a breakup. And on some level, we're changing the course of our religious beliefs, especially if we were baptized into a certain religion. Like our soul, for whatever reason, chose to, to come through those parents who baptized us in a religion. So when we leave it, it's important to have a healthy breakup with it, not just leave in anger or leave in, I just got to get out of here or leave in, I just don't believe in this anymore. Just like you'd want to leave a relationship with looking at what are the lessons I've learned? What are things that I really want to take with me? What were the things that I loved about this person? What are the gifts that came from this? How did this person, this relationship help me grow? We want to do similar things when we leave a religion. And it's even a deeper spiritual process because then we have to find God, whatever God means to us, in a new way. So my coaching to her was to really bring more awareness to this and treat it with a little more attention and to find someone that could possibly help her move out of that religion and, and cut some cords that give it a, a cleaner break. And my senses that may support her in experiencing less of the negative, denser energy that she was experiencing. So let's talk about that for a moment. I really want to say I'm not an expert on what happens in other realms. I just shared with Christina both what I was guided to share and what I've learned and heard from people I respect both about dark forces and about leaving religions or moving away from religions or not practicing religions that we were baptized in anymore. I also want to emphasize not to get too tripped out by dark forces or dark energies. It can feel like a scary subject to speak of, especially if we grew up hearing about things like the devil, Satan, or dark entities. And like I said in the beginning, in the intro, sometimes our own unprocessed stuff, our own unconscious can create some pretty crazy visuals to get our attention about certain things. So let's not make it mean too much. Let's not let the mind go to what does this mean? Instead, let's go to how can we really increase our connection to the highest source of light and love that I call God. You know, that's the most important thing that I know to be true is that God, and even if you don't resonate with that word, perhaps think of spirit of the universe, is unconditional love and light. So the way I protect my own energy, not just from unseen quote unquote dark forces, but also as a human being living in the world where there's a lot of, excuse my language, shit flying around, is to deepen my connection to God and spiritually protect myself. So I shared with Christina some of the things that she could do to deepen her connection and protect herself, like deepen her own spiritual practice, you know, her own meditation, her own prayer, stay out of judgment because fear and judgment really lower our frequency. And that's when more gunk can get in. Chanting the sound hue, that's spelled H-U. So you maybe you can go to YouTube or Google it and listen to some sounds. I'm sure there's even meditations that can chant that sound. 
Ask for a spiritual figure like Jesus or whoever you really resonate to be present with you if you ever feel scared. And I'm also right now going to guide you through a very brief energetic clearing and protection that I do for myself and others that I find very useful for energetic and spiritual hygiene. So if you want to be guided through this, I just invite you right now to close your eyes and take a deep breath and really feel that breath all throughout your body. Feel that breath really calming you and know that breath comes from spirit. Breath comes from the very, very essence of life itself. So breathe that life force energy in and out. And as you're breathing in, imagine just breathing in love. And as you're exhaling, just imagine letting go of any fear, doubt, judgment. And now I want you to imagine that the most beautiful, like blue effervescent light coming from the highest, highest source is just cascading over you. It's the perfect temperature. It feels like silk on your skin. And as it's washing over you from head to toe, imagine it's clearing and removing anything that doesn't serve you, anything of an impure nature, any fears, limiting beliefs, anything that doesn't belong to you. Just imagine it's clearing and emptying through the soles of your feet into the center of the earth where it can be transmuted. And just see that light washing over you. And then now I want you to imagine now that you're clear, this beautiful gold light surrounding, protecting, and filling you. So see yourself in this beautiful bubble of gold and light that is your spiritual protection. And just see that beautiful bubble of light surrounding you. So you feel protected, loved, calm, and safe. And ask that only that which is for your highest good come into your field and come forward for you. Take another deep breath. Ah, let it go. Beautiful. And you can do that meditation. Just maybe listen to it one more time from me and do that on a daily basis. Maybe do it multiple times a day. Just visualize it. It doesn't have to take long. It's a quick thing, but it's a beautiful way to protect your energy. So my takeaways from you, well, first do that meditation. Second, if you do feel like maybe there's some unresolved things from a religion that you left or that you were baptized in that you don't practice anymore, how can you bring completion to that? How can you bring healthy closure to that? And how can you make it an intention in this next year to deepen your spiritual practice and connection to your higher power and keep your your vibration high? All right, everybody, that is the show for today. As always, thank you so much for listening. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.